Burton out there. Like I like Benedict Matherin. I think he's gonna be a nice piece going forward. But and right. that's what we're gonna do, y'all. Our special guest just pulled up. The OG is here, North Carolina legend, UCLA royalty. We gonna we gonna we gonna play like one or two jams, right? We gonna get this. We gonna set this tempo, set this tone, and after this first song, we are gonna bring our special guest on. We are gonna get this thing going, man. Real OG talk tonight. Some do show cuffs the legend Anthony Morrow. We here, man. We here. Yes, yes, yes. It is I says me, and all who agree are more than three because they're weak. Yes, yo. I'm in the house now for sure Because I want to talk about the hearts of men Who knows what evil lurks within them But let's take a travel down the blind side And see what we find down this path Called Stranded on death row so duck when I swing my shit I get rugged like raw hit wreck with fat tracks That fits the gangster type When I recite kinda lethal Niggas know the flow that I kick There's no people I'm murdering niggas Yo, and maybe because of the tone that kicks When I grip the mic and kick shit Niggas can't fuck with So remember I go hardcore And slam up a spit like a sensei Whoop bass like Van Damme So any nigga that claim they bossing Why don't you bring your ass on over to Crenshaw Slawson Take a walk through the hood When we up to no good Slanging on things like a real OG should I'm stacking and macking and packing a tin So when you're slipping I sip the clipping But ain't no set tripping Cause this death row Rolling like the mafia Think about whooping some ass But what the fuck stopping you Ain't Nathan but a buster I'm stranded on death row I'm pumping slugs and motherfuckers Now you know you're outdone Feel the shotgun Corrupt inmates Cell block one No prevention from this lynching of sorts You're a victim From my drive-by of thoughts No extensions All attempts are to fail Blinded by the light, it's time you learn frail from a lunatic I'm deaf like arsenic, when I kick a wicked bat Dr. Trey will pick the scratch With treachery, my literary form will blast And totally surpass the norm, not a storm Plural, make it many storms when I'm vexed I fight leg, necks, and arms in this dimension I'm the presenter, and the inventor, and the tormentor The range, like the hillstock strangler MC mangler, tough fight wrangler I write around Hard as concrete, step to the heat and get burned like mystique. So what you wanna do? The narrator RBX, cell block two. Rage, lyrical murderer, stranded on death row, and now I'm serving a lifetime sentence. There'll be no repentance, since it's the life that I choose to lead. I plead guilty on all counts that the ball bounce where it may. It's just another clip into my AK. Fuck them down with my underground tactics. Facts and stats are clips on my mattress. Bed frame, there's another dead thing laying lame. Put the shame. Who's to blame? Me, the lady of rage. A woman coming from the DEATH and ROW taking. No shit, so flipping. You're bound to get dropped. It's 187 on motherfuckers. Don't stop. Handcuffed as I bust, there'll be no debate. It's rage from cell block. Hey, yo, stepping through the fog and creep. Through the smog, it's the number one nigga from the hood, doggy dog. Making videos, now I stay in Hollywood, busting raps for my snaps. Now they call me Eastwood. Dre is the doctor, and my homie, little nigga Warren G, is my hand, and my hands on the trigger. Shooting at the holes with the gang that I got sent to death row. Cause I wanted to make a grip and serving my rocks, and I'm still serving for mine. Peace to my motherfucking homies doing time in the PNN and the county jail. Mobbing with your blues on mad as hell. And you're saying fuck the police and all the homies on the streets is all about peace. 
stopping the cops Crazy, but ain't nothing but a black thing, baby Oh, I'm not flagging, but I'm just sagging I bet you don't wanna see the D-O-double-G And you can't see the D-R to the E Or my motherfucking homie D-O-C You know you can't fuck with my motherfucking DJ That's my homie, and we call him Warren G and you don't stop Doggy dog, break them down with the motherfucking dog pan That's the only way we'll beat them, man We gotta smoke them, then choke them like the motherfucking Peter, man It's like three into the two and two into the one Sell black folk, peace, doggy dog's done Yo, now you know the path I'm on You think you're strong? See if you can travel on Cause only the weak will try to speak Those who are quiet will always cause riots There's three types of people in the world Those who don't know what happened Those who wonder what happened And people like us from the streets that make things happen Welcome back, y'all. Some dude show live on AMP right now. We got one of the OGs who I consider one of the best player development guys that's ever been in the NBA. We got him pulling up. We're going to play one more joint just to set the tone a little bit. We got people still coming in. We're going to rock out one more joint. This that Dame Dollar and Mozzie. Long live free. Some dude show. Let's go. Me, don't lie to me. Keep it P, that's my philosophy. These niggas preaching, I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman. Turn me up and pledge allegiance. Don't lie to me. Keep it P, that's my philosophy. Uh, these niggas reaching, I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman. Turn me up. Ain't just no nigga popping shit. I move the needle. Swear to God, I've been backwards for my people. No receipt, bro. It's a job. Made it to the league, wet my feet and spent the block. Cousin stripping shit with chops. Now they chipping in the stocks. I'm the goat for real and that hope instilled. I'm so fulfilled. I know the field, so I know the fields. I so appeal to those who real and they know the deal. I'm holy field. They just might bite off my ear because how I'm strongly willed. I just can't get in the tip for tat. I ain't fit for that. I just hit my people dripped in black. That's where we in the chat. And your bitch is snacking. I want her. She a dime though. I need it pronto. Want my name? Hey, I'm John. Doe. Don't lie to me. Keep it P. That's my philosophy. These niggas preaching, I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman. Turn me up and pledge allegiance. Don't lie to me. Keep it P, that's my philosophy. These niggas reaching, I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman. Turn me up. Turn me up, uh, do it for the people I'm a one-on-one, uh, ain't gon' be a sequel You know how we do, floating like a sea do Drip or drown from the town, you know I'm stepping GQ Hey, 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 Let's go, Mozzie yeah, nigga. HGM and M, nigga, lifetime membership, nigga, we still with that shit, though. Eliminate the leeches, pink slip before I lease it. Go to reaching for this charm, and I'ma blow off half your arm. Told her play a part, but elevate your living. Just a stand-up type of nigga, no, for standing over business. Yelling freedom rings until they blame me with that sentence. And Nima's going crazy with this cannon in my bridges. 
Niggas out of pocket for mentioning what they mention. I don't care how vague it was. Try snitching and snitching. Ugly niggas with money winning. We got all the bitches. Ugly niggas with money winning. We got all the bitches. 60 for the Cubans just to show we have emotion. The sky was 85, boogers only fully loaded. I'm lounging in the scrape with baby K, so don't approach it. They told me that they love me, but the head ain't hard to notice. They told me that they love me, but the head ain't hard to notice. Missing brother for real, but a whole cell in the soda. If you love me, don't lie to me. Keep it P, that's my philosophy. These niggas reaching, I'm the reason for the season. I've been boxing all these demons. Rest in peace, my cousin Freeman, turn me up. Yeah, shout out to Dame Dollar, man. Mozzie on the track. We might have Dame pull up real soon, man. I can't make any promises, but we might have Dame and Lilla pull up, talk some music, talk some ball very soon. But we live on AMP, y'all. With no further ado, we got a special guest on the My Bookie hotline right now. One of the real OGs in the league pulling up right now to the Some Do Show. The pride and joy of Greenville, North Carolina. That's that's my home area. I'm from the 919. The 252 is in the building. This guy right here is one of the good guys in the league, man. I consider him like one of those OGs. It's always mentoring guys and pouring back into their cup, man. We want to welcome to the Some Dude Show, Philadelphia 76ers assistant coach, Rico Hines, man. It's an honor and a pleasure, my brother. How you doing? Man, I'm good, man. Thank you guys for having me. You know, I had to pull up, man. You, 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 you brought me in like Steve Harvey used to bring in people, man. And I like it. <laughs> yeah, appreciate that, Joe. So it's funny, man. Like we've never actually met each other, but I know we 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 were running some of the same circles, know some of the same people in this small but big basketball world. And Anthony Morrow was really excited about this episode, Rico, because he said he has some legendary Rico Hines stories from when he first came into the league. Yeah, I bet he does, man. I bet he does. And, uh, you know, for me, man, I'm a big fan of all North Carolina Hoopers. You know what I mean? I always talk about it. Anybody that knows me knows that know how I feel about North Carolina guys. I mean, I think all guys that, that come from North Carolina uh, um, play with a different type of heart and, and passion. And, um, and, and, and I always big up my North Carolina guys. I was just talking to somebody. I can't remember, but I was just talking to somebody about how much I love North Carolina players, man, and the passion that we play with. And, and uh, yeah, man, so, so it's an honor to be here to fuck with y'all. Appreciate it, brother. So Toast. How, does it, how does it feel being a kid from D.H. Conley High School? I'm very familiar with that area. In Greenville, how did you end up playing for the mighty UCLA Bruins coming out of high school? Oh, that's a long story, man. But uh, Amo, what's up with you, man? Uh, but that's a that's yeah. a long story, man. Um, it, it's funny because I just got nominated last week when I was home to go into uh, DH Conley's Hall of Fame. So I'm I'm really excited about that, man, because I didn't get congratulations, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it, man, because I didn't get a chance to finish there. I ended up going to a prep school in Maryland called St. John's at Prospect Hall, um, uh, which was, at the time, we were the number one high school team in the country back then in, in 90, 95, going into 96. We ended up losing to St. Anthony's. 
uh, at St. John's and Prospect Hall, and, and we ended up losing to St. Anthony's and lost to Oak Hill once. So we didn't get a chance to win the national championship that year, but we ended up, I think we were like seventh in the country. But anyway, man, it, just like anybody else from, from Greenville, man, it, it, it was um, back then it's not as, uh, it wasn't like it is now as far as just the opportunity. Um, it wasn't a lot of opportunity coming from a small small town like Greenville, but um, I was very fortunate enough to to go play for this this, this AAU program called Garner Road in Raleigh. And uh, oh yeah, they still around. Yeah, still around. And they had just started out. You know what I mean? I was like in the ninth grade, going to the tenth grade, and uh, I was just good locally. You know what I mean? I was just good at the crib in Greenville, and and. Um, uh, I had a friend of mine or, or my family say, yo, we have an AAU program, we should go play for it. And I went and played for them and, and ended up being like, ranked as like, ended up by the end of that summer being ranked like the first, the best, the best number one player in the state as a ninth grader, 10th grader. Um, and just kept playing well, man, at Conley, you know what I mean? And I was all area, all, you know, uh, uh, third team, all state as a, as a junior. And, and um, just played really, really well, man. Just, just, you know, ended up going to Nike camp and all these great camps and prep stars back in the day in Charlotte. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I got invited yeah. to prep stars, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And, and then, uh, you know, when I was at prep stars and, and playing for Garner Road, and, and at the time, this, you know, it was the Charlotte Royals and the Charlotte Sonics in North Carolina that had the best programs. And, uh, you know, a guy named Rod Seaford, I started playing for him with the Charlotte Royals back in the day. So I would take the plane ride from Greenville every weekend. They would fly me up to Charlotte to come, to come, you know, to come to practice and stuff like that. So um, ended up doing all of that, man. Ended up going to Prospect Hall, had a great career at Prospect Hall, was getting, getting recruited by a lot of people. And, uh, one of my one of my good friends named Cameron Dollar, who went to UCLA, they had just won the national championship that year in '95, going to '96, and uh, so I was getting recruited by a lot of different places, all the North Carolina schools, except Duke, <laughs> and uh, but all the other ones. And, and uh, I got off the plane one day, uh, taking my visit to UCLA, man, and I was just like, you know, I gotta come here. The tradition was everything. The coaching staff was amazing with Steve Lavin just getting the head coaching job. And they had, like I said, we had just won the national championship in 95. So everything was just there, man. And and it just worked out, man. It was one of the best decisions I've ever made. And those palm trees, there was a good selling point too, those palm trees. You right? beat it, man. You couldn't beat it. You couldn't beat it, man. You couldn't beat it. It's just for me, though, man, I always tell people, even to this day, man, like for me, it made sense for me. You know what I mean? I wanted to get away from North Carolina. There was a lot of things going on back at home that wasn't good. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. like at the career where I kind of wanted to get away from all that. And, you know, I was a mature, I was mature at a young age to, you know, and I still preach that be, you know, your big picture. I preach that all the time. And I knew I wanted to, it's hard for young people to see that uh, when they're playing and they think they're invisible and they think the game would never, the ball would never stop bouncing. I really knew that I wanted to coach out the basket. I mean, after I got finished playing, I always knew that. So, you know what I mean? I thought UCLA was the best choice for me. Uh, I could have went to different schools and maybe did, you know, score more points or did this, that, and the third. But I thought for me and what I was trying to do with my life and career after basketball, I thought it made more sense and uh, it was a good decision. So after UCLA, like you stayed in LA, the palm trees were so enticing, bro. I know, I know we have some some glorious barbecue back home, but that barbecue wasn't enough to bring you back home. So you you planted your roots out there in Cali, 
And like, when did the Rico Hines runs actually start? Because the question I really have is like, there's a lot of different summer pro runs over the years. But why do you think so many pros, superstars, just all type of role players and glue guys, why do these pros gravitate to your Rico Hines runs instead of, I know it's the other ones now, but why do they gravitate to yours? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, th I think the, the first part of your question is like, when did I kind of start? It always had been started, man. They started a long time, way before me. I just happened to pick it back up once I left St. John's University. I picked it back up, but I was always doing it. It just wasn't social media. You know what I mean? It was social media wasn't a yeah. thing then, but I, we were already doing it. Um, and it started way before me with Magic Johnson back in the day. That was another selling point why I chose UCLA too, man, because you know every summer, man, it was the same thing that how it is now. It's just you know everybody was in there from you know from Elijah Wan to James Worthy, Magic Johnson, Kobe obviously, yeah, Kobe at the same you know was with us at that time because we graduated the same year, so he was just getting there. And then you had all of us, man, all of the players that played at UCLA, like Baron Davis and Toby Bailey and Jelani McCord and Chris Johnson and Ed O'Bannon and Charles O'Bannon. It was just rocking, man. Like, you know, it just wasn't social yeah. media. It's Jim always been like that. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, it's social hey, Rico, media. Hey, Rico, Rico, how was it watching Elijah Wan and pickup ball compared to, like, an organized basketball game? It was the same dream. You know what I mean? It was a dream. <laughs> yeah, it was dream, man. You know what I mean? And Playing with magic, you know what I mean. Like it, it, it was just man, it was awesome, man. That that I, I tell people all the time, man, you can't beat it, man. And, and I still tell guys if you watch when I'm talking to guys now, I said always respect the tradition of this place. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people have came way before you guys, man. So don't come in here, you know, not trying to honor what, what's come before you. I'm big on that. I'm big on tradition. I'm big on the past. But at the same time, you know, be who you are, too. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be like, right. I'm one of those older guys that be like, oh, it got to be like this. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying trust it, believe in the tradition and respect it. You know what I mean? And and then still be yourself. So I always tell those guys that, man, and, and, and they do. And, and for the most part, they all do, man, to come in and try to play the right way. I hope the reason why all these teams and all these te people come and, 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 and we do what we do in there, man, just because of the, the pureness of it the pureness of the love and the passion that I just talked about as far as being a guy from North Carolina, a kid from North Carolina still, um, the passion and the pureness of it, hopefully after that two hours that you're in there, you feel like you got something out of it and you played the right way. We didn't come out here and just roll the ball out. You know what I mean? That's the difference. I think the pureness that I, that I try to show. And at the same time, I'm trying to help you get better so you can accomplish your goals and dreams. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I've always been about that. I've always been about, trying to help. If I can help you, I will help you the best I can, man. And we'll figure it out together. So I hope the guys feel that every day when they come in there and they want to come back and they want more of it. And and that's all it's about. It's about the tradition of that place and the pureness that I have to give those guys, man, to help them try to get better for that particular time that they're in there, you know? I think it's that Carolina sauce, Rico. Like me and Anthony always talk about this is Something about North Carolina guys, we have a certain type of genuine aura and personality. And I think when people see that, we really do what we say we're going to do. We have manners. We have hospitality. Like, we grew up in good right. with good moms and good grandmas. And I think that resonates with a lot of people. We, we, I feel like we really slept on in the basketball world overall outside of just the players. Like, some of the best coaches as well, Bobby Jackson doing his thing, like Salisbury, North Carolina. Yep. It's something in that Carolina sauce, man. 
Man, it's a lot of us, man. Just, just you know, just on our team, just for, just for our Sixers team is, you know, it's PJ. It's uh, Montrez is obviously hurt now, but he's on the team. Then we got a youngster named Quavion Smith, who I really love, who's gonna be really good. You know what I mean? And, I like him. And uh, Cornville, Cornville yeah. in the house, man. Yeah, yeah so you I got, like him. Montrez, you got PJ, you got Bobby, you got myself. This is all on just one team. You know what I mean? And 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 right. Ricky Council and Council from Durham. You know what I mean? That's just our team. It's like five or six of us. You know what I mean? Just from North Carolina, and it's not a big. It's not a big state. Oh, and Jaden Springer, who's from Charlotte. So, yeah. Charlotte, you know what I mean? My homie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you got you know all those guys. All of us are from North Carolina, man. We all we all have a passion to, to play the game. Most of the time, when you see somebody from North Carolina, like I said, we're gonna play with a lot of heart, a lot of passion, and and you know, and we care, right? We care about winning and losing. We care about competing. When that's you know a crazy story before Amo gets to telling stories about me. I'm gonna tell you a crazy story about Amo, right? So, oh boy, here we go, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so, so we bring we. I'm a young coach at I'm coaching at Golden State at the time, and and we bring Anthony Morrow in, right? I think he's like a fill in, like he's like a fill in player. We he's not even supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Let's just show you how God works and how things work out, man. It's just a destiny. If, you, if you're a good person and you play the right way and you treat people right, you just do, you know, you're just a good guy, man, and you work hard. Good things always happen for you. So he's like a throw-in, you know what I mean, that, that we bring in for a pre-draft workout. <laughs> and I didn't even good. know that. I thought I was wanted. That's crazy, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we brought you back, too, though, which is, but I'll get to that. You know what I mean? The first one. <laughs> the first, and, and, and it's like some good players in this workout, right? And um, and and you know we have these pennies, we have these pennies, right? And I think it was a green pen. Anthony's so country, he's so he's so North Carolina with it. He put he take his his shirt off, everything off, and just put the penny on his bare skin. You know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> he had the bare skin, man. Hey, and he probably he <laughs> talking about he has one of the best performances that I've ever seen until to this day. And I've been around, I had a lot of pre-drafts, man, and, and a lot of them over the past, you know, 19 years or whatever, man, 17 years. And his is still by far the best one that I've ever seen. The performance he put on, man. He put, I mean, he shot the blood out of the ball. And he just competed at such a high level. And I'm like, who is this? this who is this black, sweaty, sweaty? <laughs> Oh man, and he wanted it so bad, man. He competed so hard, and then we ended up bringing him back. And then it, we had him in summer league, man. And he he put on another performance from that for the ages. And I still had that picture in my house to this day, man. Him just going off, man. And I think he was were you about to go to Poland or something like that? Were you about to go to Switzerland? I was about to go to Ukraine. I was about to go to Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know nothing about Ukraine. <laughs> I was like, <Yeah>. boy. <laughs> yeah, man, but but. but yeah, you know, for like a hundred thousand dollars, right? And now, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just funny how stuff works, man. And I, and I had his back since day one, man, and 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 always tried to support him and help him as best I could, man. But it was a crazy story, man. How he was, how he got there that day. You know what I mean? <laughs> you were, you were hungry. I had already been in the gym sweating before the workout, and I was like, I'm hot. He was already in there when we walked in there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I'm, I got to take this shirt off. I ain't think nothing of it. I was like, man, I, I want to shoot well. I want my arms to be stiff with the shirt up under the penny. So I was like, oh just take man. It off. Yeah, man, but but that passion is, is is a North Carolina thing. I I totally believe that. I really believe it. Yeah. Hey, Rick, 
First of all, it feels funny calling you Rico, man, because you know your name is Toast to all of us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, um, so, yeah, man, hey, I'll just tell you, like, You good, Hank. Go ahead. You could. Unmute. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. You good. My bad. No, I, I was saying yourself, Rico, Toast, you and you and Paul Sal. I mean, you and you and Steve Silas, man. Y'all really literally gave me a blueprint and it made you want to work harder. So I understand, mm -hmm. you know, that generation before us and my generation and our generation. It was different in terms of that kind of grind. It was different in terms of the mentality. You came in knowing, okay, this workout might kick my ass today because I'm sore, I'm tired, um, got a problem with my baby mama, I'm pissed off, but I still got to come in and get better no matter what. Not Y'all taught us those days are the days that you really get better, not the days where you're feeling good, you're making shots, you know. And you touched on some earlier talking about, you know, the young players now um, and knowing your big picture. And it's hard for some young players to see that you know, because they think they're invincible and everything like that. I wanted to ask you, like, because a lot of guys can't transition through generations like mm -hmm. you and guys like you and feel handy. So I wanted to mm -hmm. ask you, like, what's been the key to being able to transition generationally with these kids within the workouts with them feeling more entitled now with, you know, obviously yeah. more opportunities, NIL deals and everything like that. Yeah. What's been the key to you transitioning from that mentality to this generation? Yeah, that's a good question, anyone. But like, so back to your original thing about, about about Steve Silas and myself, who's one of my good friends, man. I, I love him to death because he helped shout me out, out a lot. Yeah, shout out to Steve always, man. He's he's an excellent coach and he's an even better person. And we still talk a lot. Yeah, we still talk a lot because he cares, and I love people that care. You know what I mean? Because I care, and he's just a great guy. So he's family to me. And even you know, even when I was a younger coach back then, he helped me out a lot with with a lot of different things, man. And and um, so, like you said, definitely shout out to him. But we actually called it the blueprint. I don't know if you remember. We used to call it. We used to call our, our, our summer stuff the blueprint. You know what I mean? Because we no, wanted to show I, you guys. I still, I, I still have the blueprint, like the workouts. And he had a really? blueprint <laughs> as the cover. Yeah, it's laminated. Yeah. I still, I still got it. Yeah. I got it right yeah, now in the office. Gotta, I got it. Yeah, you got to send me a picture of that. But yeah, man, and, and so. So basically, I try to recreate that every time. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't go far away from what I know that works. You know what I mean? But at mm -hmm. the same time, to understand, because I get that this question a lot, to understand what's going on with these with the younger generation is, I always want to see what they see, man. It's never about me. It's never, it's never about me. What I can do for them, I want to be able to see what they see. Because I, I, you know, a long time ago, man, people used to think we were crazy getting bald head, baggy clothes, baggy shoes, baggy pants, and the black socks, and the, you know, the headbands, and then cornrows. Like older generations used to be like, man, y'all should do it like this. And I never want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Because I used to know how. I remember how that made me feel. Like, no, man, I, I know what I, I know what I'm trying to do. Like that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like I know what I see. I know what I feel. I, I you know, I, I know what's going on. I can. I'm very aware. I'm very self-aware. And I understand what's going on. So I never wanted to be that kind of coach or even person. You know what I mean? So I do. I try to make sure that I do what I do now is and feel is the same way because we talk about this is is um, try to see what those guys see, but never, never go away from my core values. Be a good person, work hard, treat people the right way, discipline, 
you know what I mean? Push yourself to exhaustion and then start working. Like all those core values that I have, I never, I never, I never go away from that. But at the same time, I want to, this is a, this is a, this is a partnership as a player and a coach. And you know what I mean? This is a partnership. Right. I want to see what you see and let's work from there and try to enhance your, enhance your, uh, 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 your strengths. Let's enhance them. And then let's, let's get your, let, let's get your, your weaknesses better as well. Let's work on your weaknesses and, 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 and get those things better. So they're not weaknesses anymore, but I also want to enhance your strengths too. I don't want to go too far from that either. And at the same time, having a basketball imagination. We live on app right now. Some dude show Cuffs a legend with the OG Rico Hines, assistant coach for the Philadelphia 76ers right now. Aunt Morrow, my co-pilot. And speaking of younger players, Rico and Anthony, man, like youth basketball, I feel like is really chaotic right now. And from a skill standpoint, Rico, like what areas of the youth game, the grassroots game, do you think do you think needs improvement, like right now, the footwork, finishing, shooting? Because a lot of kids are like working on the wrong things, step back moves, triple step backs. What do you think is missing from the youth game? I think we lost Rico, man. Rico tried yeah, to. I lost him. Rico for a second. Yeah, might be muted. Now nah, he he froze up. Rico tried to call he right froze. back, bro. We gonna we gonna play a track right here, and we are gonna try to get Rico back, y'all. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Stay stay right there. We gonna try to get him connected back on. Hold on one sec. I wanna see the best side of me. Niggas say they outside but with no place to go They say, Rand, you look young They see in my face a glow that resembles the greats before Nas, big face and hove I got a ways to go But don't you try to give me them flowers that took a day to grow See me, I let them haters know And I tell my people around me I'm trying to feed you Gonna bleed if you take your plate to go no, I wanna see the best side of me But money changes niggas like robbery And now they telling lies to me Addicted to the life with no sobriety I had some lost niggas that was guiding me Violently, now I get teary-eyed When my daughter says bye to me Silently, I keep it all inside of me Cause this is how I gotta be I wanna see the best side Yeah I hope you seeing what is what Was always full of hatred Couldn't love enough That's why I said enough's enough But those who bet against me I tell them niggas Let's double up Deal a card, shuffle up Pioneers spilling your heart on tracks And they shut them up First one through the wall Is always gonna get bloodied up and now this runner-up is about to run it up Too bad y'all niggas runners up Niggas drunk the Kool-Aid, but it's too late Cause most of these rapping niggas gon' want a cup You never seen me buddied up When niggas ain't the same cloth Taking pics, hugging up, telling stories that ain't yours You ain't never blow your gun clean, blood off a stained floor Yeah, you might be holding one, but we ain't on the same course I'm wrapping up a large P, headed to the main source Some crackers in the RV with Berettas and some chainsaws That's why I spit this pain for for niggas locked up and she say it ain't yours Brother dead on the same call Another death got your brain paused We remain floored Can't afford to weather the storm Cause even the rain pour Now we not the same dog Please let me explain lord If I'm in a crowd of niggas Who you think they gon' aim for? Yeah yours truly So all these fake rappers Who swear that war's a movie I cleared the walls of juvie Your fearless bars don't move me You playing a game Prepared for call of duty The ops saying my name I hear the calls of duty The cops put them in chains I swear them laws are spooky but I hear the guards as groupies They tell me this my last gasp I take a deep breath and reassess I'm in the mirror working on my last laugh Huh 
brand, let me talk on this, my nigga. Know what I'm saying? Hey yo, turn me up in the headphones, man. Know what I mean? Hey y'all, I remember being stressed out about cream. But I ain't never lose sleep, my nigga. What's a visionary without dreams? I need a rest to see out schemes like navigation. My imagination could reroute things. Only kings know about queens. I found mine and I hired a maid to keep the house clean. Now where would I be without fiends? They took care of me, shit. Some even gave me their house keys. In 03, we was drought kings. Got a warehouse full of things just in case my accounts freeze. A marathon ain't about speed. You gotta pace yourself, this ain't about greed. I told my bitch, I'm the man of the house, let your spouse leave. Y'all niggas will bite your tongue till your mouth bleed. I was just giving out peas. Now that same safe is full of contracts and house deeds. Huh. I'm dealing with this anxiety and all these mental issues that's inside of me. I just wanna see the best side of me. So I go inside of the booth and get privacy Hide me a private masseuse, reflexology You gotta seek honest and truth to respect modesty Beefing with people that set policies Knowing my product's the best quality But this is how I gotta be, huh? And I was always taught to get rid of beef Lemon squeeze with a banana clip, that's bittersweet I'm off balance chemically, mix energy Y'all mix money and power with bitch tendencies It take more than money and power to get rid of me uh. There we go, y'all, we back I think we just had a minor glitch, I apologize for that But that was, we had a great conversation going Rico Hines, Philadelphia 76, is assistant coach now Anthony Morrow. So Rico, I got to ask you, your, your coaching journey started in 06 with the Golden State Warriors. Now you're an assistant coach with the Sixers, a very passionate fan base. They got some real crazy fans, but how excited are you to be able to coach Joel Embiid? We talked about Olajuwon earlier when he was younger at the UCLA runs, but how excited are you and ecstatic to coach Joel Embiid and a young rising star like a Tyrese Maxey? Yeah, man, I'm very excited about, you know, the, the entire group, man, and, and what we're trying to uh, is trying to build and, and, and accomplish, man. I'm very excited uh, 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 to get a chance to try to win a championship and be a part of, of, of a great fan base and a great city that loves their sports. You know what I mean? They're very aware out here and they're very knowledgeable. You know what I mean? They're a very knowledgeable fan base. So I'm, I'm excited about it, man. Anytime I get a chance to coach, and do what I love to do every day, man. I'm very excited about it. So we've been working hard all summer. Everybody's been working hard all summer. So we're going to continue to do it, man. We're going to continue to work and put hammer to rock and, and and see what happens. But we're definitely going to work hard, man, and we're going to have fun doing it. Like you said, you had the blueprint. You have a blueprint like your own training regiment. Like I've been in player development for over 15 years too, so I know that game. Like you're you're going into a situation now where – you have these guys in the league. Everybody has their own, like, personal, individual skills trainer. So how difficult is it to be a player development guy growing up in that, and that's part of the coaching, now being on the bench, but, like, being involved with players who kind of have their own guy and you trying to work around that to where they might work on certain things with their individual guy, but you have certain team stuff and individual stuff yourself. Like, hard is, how hard is it trying to balance that? Uh, I don't think it's hard because I'm from that world. So most of the time, when the, if these guys have somebody else, I probably already have a relationship with them. They know me, of, or, or you know, I mean, know of me, or they know me. So the respect is really, really there for so. Because I've been doing it so long, man. Most of the, 
I've been doing it half, half probably longer than most of these guys. You know, the, I've been doing it longer than any of the guys that they have have been doing it. You know what I mean? And and, and which is fine, right? That doesn't make my way right or wrong. It's just that it's a respect thing there because I give so much respect. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm very, I always give respect because I'm from that world and I don't want those guys to feel slighted and I want those guys to continue to evolve and understand that they're coaches. A lot of times, here's what makes me upset. It's like, they're like, well, that guy's a player development coach, but no, he's, yeah, you said it right. He's a coach. So just because he's a, you know what I mean? He's a player development coach doesn't mean he's a, he's not a coach. Player development is coaching. You have to be able to get guys to do what you want them to do and help them get better. Because if they get better at their overall skills, that they helps your overall team. You know what I mean? So for me, it's just about having conversations with whoever the guy is that they're, they're they have that they're working with, or if not with those guys, it's with the the actual our actual players, and that's with whoever. You know what I mean? And and just having conversations with the guys, man. Most of the time, guys know what they want to. Guys know what they should be working on for the most part. They might not want to do it, but they know. You know what I mean? Yeah, they might yeah. want to work on some other stuff, but they they know, man. So my stuff is just always just having having open dialogue because at the end of the day, we just want you to get better. You know what I mean? I just want you to get better. Our staffs want you to get better. We want everybody to to improve. You know what I mean? It's not about us. It's about the guys. I'm, I'm, I'm for the players always, man, as far as them getting better. So whatever we got to do to help them get better, I'm here for it. So uh, I'm not one of those guys that be like, oh, man, you got to do it like this. Nah, man. And that's not right. And I don't think anybody should be like that. As long as the guy's getting better, that's all we care about. Everybody wins in that situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, so speaking of, like, player development coaches and that label, because I never liked that either. But I got to keep it spicy, man. We on the Some Do Show live on AMP, man. A lot of different player development coaches, like the field handies, like yourself, like my guy Irv Roland, these guys are heavy lifters. But I'm just saying for me as an observer of the game, looking from the outside, looking in, and having relationships with guys like yourself, it feels like a lot of player development guys are oftentimes overlooked when it comes to, like, these head coaching jobs. And we've seen, like, a lot of young coaches, far less experienced, step right in on the runway, straight to the top, head coaching jobs. Maybe I'm tripping, but like, is there something to that? Looking from the outside, looking in. Well, no, I mean, it's just it's just timing about everything, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely think there's a place because you know, we, you know, there has my my good friend Jamal Mosley is the head coach for the Orlando Magic, who's you know what I mean. Started out just the same way. A good friend Lloyd Pierce, who was just in a, a head coach in in, in Atlanta. You it's know what I mean? Yeah, 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 man. And then you know you got. Uh, 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 you know, guys like Kenny Atkinson, who's had a shot, like, you know what I mean? So it just depends on the, you know, and, and my guy Darko now who's in Toronto, who's a great coach, you know what I mean? He, he's, yeah, man. So it, it, sometimes it, it's just like anything in life, right? You know what I mean? It's just the timing of it, man, to be honest with you. So I'm, I can't sit here and be like, well, it should be like this or shit. It's just the timing of it. I know you, I know you're expecting a more spicy answer, but I really believe that. I really believe, no, I really believe that, man. That's just it's who real, I am. It's real, it's real. That's who I am. I believe it's always God's time. And I can sit here and be like, man, I want to be a head coach. Just that. Yeah, I do. But if it's not meant to be, I'm a, hopefully when I'm 90 years old, they'll say, Rico, move out of the way. You've been, you know what I mean? Like, get off the court. You're in our way. You know what I mean? It's not going to stop. What I want to continue to keep doing is, is helping and teaching and mentoring and leading. That's who I truly am. 
You know what I mean? I, that's who I, I can't be nobody but myself, man. I can't be anybody but myself. So, you know, if, it, if it's supposed to happen, I'll be prepared and ready to go for anything like the interviews and, 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 and whatever else it's going to take to do it. But if it doesn't happen, man, it's just, you know, it's that mean God didn't want it to happen. I really live my life like that. You know what I mean? And, and I believe good things happen to people who work hard and good people. And it's just the timing. I'll be ready when, it, when, if the time ever happens, I'll be there, I'll be prepared and be ready. But if not, then that's what it is, man. You know, <laughs> that's how I am. So I can't, I, I wish I could give you some, some, some better answers, man, but that's just how I, how. <laughs> oh, that, that's the best answer because like I'm, I'm doing that now with the media stuff, like the way I came into this media game and I didn't do it the conventional way. I didn't do it the traditional way. I did it my way. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm starting to make a lot of ripple effects. Yeah. And they're yeah. seeing me out here now. And it's like, we talking to Rico Hines on the show, man. Like, Yeah. yeah. You guys are doing a great job, man. You guys are doing a great job. And, and I believe in that. I believe in so many different ways to, to skin a cat, to, to coach, to, 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 to be in media. It's so many different ways. And it doesn't have to be the traditional way of how people may think. It should go nowadays. It's different ways, man. It's different ways to go about it. It doesn't mean one way is right or wrong. It's just different. You know what I mean? And, and different is fine. Rico, you're a very humble guy. You're from the crib, man. You're very humble right now. But you got to admit, like, your summer runs have helped a lot of players not only develop their game and their toolbox, but you've helped a lot of guys get paid and get the bag. Yeah, man. I, I, I definitely I, – I thank you for that, man. And 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 – uh, it's funny that you said the toolbox thing because I use that analogy all the time. I say you got to be able to have different things in your toolbox and you because something might need to be fixed. You can't fix a hammer with everything. You might need a screwdriver. You might need uh, 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 some kind of other wrench or, 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 or whatever. You might need something to be able to fix it. So you got to be able to add stuff to your toolbox. And that's what we try to do every day in there, man, is, is add stuff to your toolbox while we're in there. Like for me, man, like, and I mean this, I've been doing it a long time. One of my assistants was like, coach, you really have to start like putting it out there because you could help so many more people and you could help the game and the culture of basketball because I believed in basketball being our, in the basketball gym being our sanctuary. You know what I mean? Like that's just, nobody should should should, should interrupt that or it shouldn't be for everybody or whatever the case. But the, like I just said, the world is different now. You understand what I'm saying? So we had been doing it. They just hadn't been seen. And once he told me, I said, okay, you do it however you see fit. And then we'll just go from there. And it's just, you know, everybody's, you know, started seeing it and, and it, and it helped the it's helped the game. In my opinion, it helped, it's helped the overall game of basketball. And okay, here's why, yeah. here's why, here's why, and here's why. If you look at how basketball is right now and how it's been for the, for the, for the past several years in the summer, right? It used to be a lot of just one-on-old training. This, this, everybody just want to do one-on-zero, one-on-old. Now everybody's playing basketball again. Like you seeing, you seeing guys like you, like you said it earlier. You said, yeah, there's a lot of runs around the world country now. It wasn't like that a lot. It wasn't like that. You wasn't seeing people going and actually playing or coming together and hooping. You know what I mean? Because I think that should be a part of your regular day. You work out. You run the sand dunes. You condition. You you go run a track. You do all of that. And you go play and then you go shoot at night. That should be just a regular day. That shouldn't be anything that shouldn't be like, you know, it shouldn't be anything extra. It just should be like a part of your day. So now you're seeing guys going to play more. And once you do that, you start to figure out your game. 
you start to figure out who you are and how your game is and how you can do this, that, and third, or or I can't, what I can't do. You know what I mean? And now you're seeing all these guys that's playing all summer. They're going out and scoring 30 a night or 25 a night. And just, it's just, I think it just helped. I think it's helped the overall game of basketball by these guys coming together and playing a lot more. And, you know, we were the one, one of the first people that, uh, people that did it. And now that all these other people do it, I, I commend them, man. I'm like, yes. That's what it's for. It's, it's, I, I, I love the game of basketball because it saved my life. Like I'm sure it saved you guys' life. You know what I mean? Like just being, not being in the streets, not having idle time, being able to go to the Y or to the rec centers and, and, and boys and girls club and all this to go play basketball for six, seven hours a day and be, not being in the streets. You know what I mean? So how, if I can give back to the game and help the game, I'm all for it. And I think playing in the summertime helps the overall game and the culture of basketball. I really believe that. And that's interesting you say that, Rick. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember our workouts and, you know, you you alluded to something about, you know, know your big picture. Um, and a lot of your quotes, I always looked at it. As I got older, I realized that it was on and off the court, which is important. Mm -hmm. And you've always been like that. You know, you and Steve are like that. You know, y'all had different approaches, but it was the same message. So, like, you know, when I hear get to something, that's what you say all the time. Can you get to something on the court? Do you yeah. have a move? Do you have something you can go to to get something to stay on yeah. the court? That might not be a move or a score. That might be defensively. That might be getting deflections. That might be getting steals. It might be taking charges. You know what I'm saying? But on, also off the court, can you get to something in business no or with no your relationships or with your, your yeah. kids or with your, you know, your parents, anything like that? You know, so that's something I always, you know, those those quotes you remember, you see how it takes you somewhere else in terms of business or any venture or any endeavor you have after basketball. So I yeah, still man. use that. I, st I still use those. I still use those quotes. Yeah, man. And, and I'm glad you do, man, because I think basketball is a metaphor for life. You know what I mean? I, I right. really believe that. I think you guys know that as well. Like the same stuff that we, the same things that we use in basketball to make, that make us successful is the same thing that we, we, we use in life that makes us successful. I know for me, I, Everything that I say, I that's how I really live my life. You know what I mean? And I always say, you know, you've heard me say, can you be at peace with your game? That means be at peace with your life. You know what I mean? I mean, you shouldn't be rattled about anything that ever thrown at you. You should just be at peace, man, knowing that you work hard, you're doing a good, doing the right thing. So nothing should break that. That was that the next quote. <laughs> no, yep. That was that the next quote. Yep. You know what I mean? And and, and uh, I've come up with a lot more, man, since, since, since you've been gone, Amo. So... I got to see you one of these days, man, to tell you some more. <laughs> I need them, man, because now I'm training. I'm training kids now. Been doing it for about six months. Like Rico, and, uh, like Rico, your speeches are, like, legendary, right? But, like, when you're watching, like, even a young player, right, college player coming up, or even certain guys in your runs, they may play for another franchise, but you see them maybe once or twice during the season. Even rookies now coming in. We always hear this phrase, dog and players having that dog in them like amo anthony morrow had that dog in him he had the red penny on you saw him in there country style bojangle seasoning dripping off his <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> when it comes to having that dog so can you identify that sometimes like i think the great coaches are like bloodhounds where they can just sniff that and tell if a kid has those intangibles can you sniff that out on certain guys and tell if they have that intangible when you first see them a couple times yeah yeah man yeah man and 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 
And listen, man, it's different ways to be a dog. You know what I mean? You don't have to be in people's faces all the time to be a dog. You can, like, like Steph. I seen, I, I seen some quiet dogs, like a Steph. Yeah, some quiet dogs. Yeah, and, and Amo knows, you know, because he's been knowing him all his life. Like, that's the first thing he said. was soon as I was like, man, he's a fucking dog. Like, you knew Steph was a dog right. off the like, straight up. Right. Like, he's pushing at you, like, and you can talk whatever you want to talk to me. I'm about to kill you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't even hear what you're yeah. saying. You know what I mean? I'm about to I'm about to go right at you, man. And, and it's just I can I can I can I can sense it early on for sure. Definitely I can. And that's important, man. Definitely for coaches to snip that out, man, because I feel like it's a large discrepancy between coaches that know that and GMs and executives that know that and a lot of them that don't. You know, I play for Sam Presti's. Yeah. Yeah, for me. Sam Presti can see that. Yeah, man, and I think the good GMs and coaches understand that, and they try they they want to enhance that, and they want more than you know what I mean. They want a team full of them, you know what I mean. Sam, you know he he has some dogs over there over there now, man. With with, with SGA and Chet Hogan, man, they have a great team over there, man. They got a, they got an amazing team over there today, and they have a team full of dogs, and I'm very impressed of, of what they've been doing. So. You know, you you can see it early, man, on guys, man, and and, and understand. Even like with Taquavion, you know, it, it, I, you can see that he's a dog and he really competes. You know what I mean? He's on a two way, but I think he have a great, uh, he has a bright future ahead of him because of the dog that he has in him, and, and he understands that. You know, you have to compete and work hard. So you know, he he's a he's a he's a sleeper in my opinion. And I love that. I love underdogs and sleepers, man. And I think you'll hear a lot of great things about him in the next couple of years. I really believe that. I really, really, really believe that. Cravion Smith is from the mud, and he's a winner. Like, he's won at the high school level. Like, he took that small Farmville Central High School, took him to the Dean Dome several times, multiple state champs. I saw him at NC State, and I immediately knew, like, yo, he had a pro game. As soon as I seen him in college. Yeah, I knew they just they made it. They made the NCAA tournament this year after, you know, after not being able to do anything for the past however many years. They made the tournament, which is a big accomplishment uh, uh, for, for them, man. So, like you said, he's definitely won. And, and I think most of it is because of his competitiveness. And uh, when you're competitive like that, like Amo, man, like, you know, just like and just like yourself as well. Like, when you're competitive at, at, at your craft, good things are going to happen. I promise you. It might not happen today, tomorrow, the next day. If you just continue to be competitive and, and 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 care about winning, then your success is gonna be is gonna be through the roof. It really is, you know, because it's just what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, of course, you have to have some talent. Don't get it wrong. You know what I mean? You gotta have some talent. Yeah, I'm not saying like anybody can go do it, but if you have the talent and the skill set and whatever you're trying to accomplish, and you are and you're competitive and you work hard. You're gonna have success. I promise you. Man, we on the my bookie hotlines right now. Make sure y'all go to mybookie.ag. Man, we got some games coming up this weekend. My my Colorado Buffaloes go buffs. They in the poll. But we on here right now. We had you hostage for like an hour, Rico, man. We appreciate you pulling up. But before we let you go, me and Ant gonna ask you some rapid fire questions, man. Keep it spicy with us before you go, Rico. First one I got for you. You a kid from the 252. You grew up in the mud, man, east of North Carolina. I grew up in the Wayne County, Johnston County area, so we love that North Carolina barbecue, bro. Who yeah, for has, sure. Who has the best barbecue in Greenville, North Carolina? Bees Barbecue. It ain't even close. Yes, yes, it ain't even close. <laughs> it ain't even close, man. It ain't even close. Bees Barbecue. 
Skyline is right there, though. Skyline is yeah, right there. I like Skyline, man, but Bees is right down the street from the house, man. And, you know, you listen, here's how you know when a place is good, when they run out of food by 12 o'clock. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we ain't got no more food. About 1 o'clock in the afternoon, the food is gone, man. So you, you know you're doing something well, man. Well, if you, if you go down to Greenville on a Saturday morning, like Rico said, if you don't get there by eleven o'clock, there's no yeah. barbecue left for the Saturday for, for that day. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> you, you, tra you traveled all over, man. You made multiple stops on your coaching journey. What is your favorite restaurant on the road, Rico? Because I'm always taking notes, man. What is your favorite restaurant on the road? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, one of them I'm about to go right now is Del Frisco's. <laughs> I'm about to go to Del Frisco's right here. Hey. That's not on the road anymore because I live here now. But uh, that's one. And also, um, you know, and obviously I live in LA too as well. But I love crustaceans. You know what I mean? Anytime we get a chance to go back to LA, I always try to make sure I go to crustaceans. I, I love crustaceans a lot. And um, you know. Um, I like uh, I like say less in New York. I used to be it used to be uh, uh, I used to go to Philippe's a lot in New York, but now it's say less in New York. That's what Thaddeus Young said on the last episode. He said say less was fire in in New York. Yeah, shout out to Thad, man. I love Thad, man. We had some great Anthony Morris stories this season uh, when he was wrestling. We had some great. We talked about people every day a little bit, man. What a great guy, man. What a uh, what a success story and and. Um, that's family, man. I remember when he, I had him at Berg's camp his first season in the NBA. So that's how long I've been doing this thing, man. It's been a long time. Yep. But he's a great guy. I love that guy. Rico, last question, man, on the Some Dude Show, live on AMP. You're from North Carolina. I know you're biased to your state. But if you can bring your all-time NC Hoopers, because we had Quentin Richardson on here for the Chicago yep. Hoopers. Yep. We had Thaddeus. We had a lot of NBA guys, Jamal Crawford, Perk. Yep. And I've asked him this, but who are you bringing to the Rico Hines runs? All-time NC, who will be your starting five at the Rico Hines run? Man, shout out to all those guys you just said, too. Jamal, our coach, who I love. Q, I love. And, and Big Perk, man, who's, who's doing a great job. All three of those guys doing a great job. So I'm changing over their, their careers. So shout out to those boys, man. Those are, I love them to death. But uh, obviously, man, I, I, I'm going with the big game, James from Gastonia, North Carolina. I'm going with uh, that's James Worthy. If, if you don't, y'all don't know. Oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for the young guys, for the young yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going with um, I'm going with David Thompson. You know what I mean? One a North Carolina legend. Is that's that's one of North Carolina State who's who was man. If you guys don't know him, check him out, man. Uh, I'm going with obviously Michael. You know what I mean, Michael Jordan. Uh, I'm going, it gets yeah, no, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And then I'm going with uh, Chris. I'm going with Chris at the point guard, Chris Paul. And then uh, let's see, Jesus Christ. Now I'm getting tough. So I got Chris, Michael, big game, David Thompson. And uh, I'm probably going to go with one of my last one. I'm probably gonna go with uh, Phil Ford. Phil Ford. I'm probably gonna go with Phil Ford, man. And and you know, I know that might not be the the you know, cause you guys are a little younger, but 
the, you know, that five, man, I think will we'll really sprout out there, man. <laughs> hey, we, you might not know this, Rico, but we the same age, brother. We the man, you the same age. Yeah, same yeah, era. yeah, yeah. So Phil, Phil, Chris, Michael, David Thompson, Big Game James, man, I think we'll be all right. You know what I mean? And, and then, you know, we got the other ones like Brad Doherty and those guys that were really good, too. So, you know, we can keep on. <laughs> we can keep on. People don't realize Brad Doherty was a five-time All-Star, man. Like, he was very, very good, Brad Doherty was. So, shout out to the Cleveland days. Yeah, man, he was good. He was, he was really, really good, man. Yep. I'm going to throw a name out before we go. People forget about the Durham Bull, Rodney Rogers, man. Rodney Rogers. Shout out to Rodney mm -hmm. Rogers. And yeah, and Jerry. I mean, you know, it's so many, man. You know, and and Chuck Chucky Jones and all these guys, man. They were really, really good, man. And, and Rodney Rogers was an absolute problem. You know, he was he was unstoppable, man. He was he was he did some stuff, man, that I had never never seen, man. But it's so many great basketball players, man, from North Carolina, man. Touche, Jeff Capel. Even though I know he was kind of Virginia a little bit, but he's really North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, yeah. Hope, Hope Mills. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Capel. Yeah, Come on, man. Shout like, out to Touche. Ooh, man, that's my family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, so it's sir. just hope, man. You know, uh, I, you know how I feel about North Carolina Hoopers. I think it's the best hoop state in the in, in, in the country, man. So shout out to all the all the players from North Carolina. Shout out to you guys for doing this great thing, man. I wish you guys nothing but the uh, success and good health, man. And you know, I'm always a phone call away if you need me, man. Bro, we appreciate you, Rico, sure. man. Let the people know where they can follow you on social media before I let you bounce. Rico Hines Basketball, man, and on YouTube. Rico Hines Basketball on YouTube. Rico Hines Basketball on, on, on Twitter. <laughs> All platforms, man. Rico Hines Basketball, man. Yo, we appreciate you, my brother. Best of luck this year in Philly, man. You know we're going to be watching and supporting, man. We really appreciate you stopping by. God bless you, man. Hey, and congrats, bro. Toast, congrats again on this position. You deserve it. Nobody deserves it more than you, man. Love you, bro. You know what time it is. Love you guys, man. We're going to keep going, though, right? We ain't stopping now. For yep. sure. No. You guys, man, you got to stay up, okay? Appreciate All right, bro. Brother. All right, please.
should all be learning. Yeah. Came forward, sitting on the red wall on Vernon. I like that. Old scars feel new, wounds still burning. God damn. Told my dogs I'm staying true no matter what I'm earning. Huh? Faked it till I made it, bought it, wore it, then returned it. Shot. Every night I'm faded in the lab, bought the burning. Huh? Burn it down, I start heating up, you feel it like a furnace. Came around when I started getting lit, them yeah, tables yeah. turning. I was down and I had to get back up and it was worth it. I don't really be around like I'm used to, ain't no purpose. Man, I let go of that grudge that I had, nobody perfect. Damn, I lost so many dogs in the past, I'm still hurting. Dog, I'm trying to put us all on this cash, don't want you serving. Mean that. Seven nine. They gon' all stand up and they gon' clap when it's curves. Real talk. They gon' clap when it's. I think I missed the way it was, wasn't really love. I think I'm too turned on drugs, I ain't feeling none. Yeah. I did this shit just because it was for my cuz. I did this shit out of love, I would ain't enough. I treated niggas like my blood, but we wasn't blood. Some bitches I gave all my trust and they fucked me up. Yeah. Whole time I'm thinking I was. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back, man. Dope-ass, dope-ass conversation right there with Rico Hines. I don't know about y'all, but I know I see a lot of gamblers, a lot of people in my some do Discord. The NFL season is starting Thursday, y'all, and I'm seeing some of these lines. They got the Lions at six and a half right now, underdog. I don't know. Head over to mybookie.ag. The NBA season two months away. You already know the Lakers winning the chip. You see the odds right now. Go to my bookie. Look at those odds for the Lakers to win. I'm telling you, bet the bacon right now. That's an easy play right now. But shout out to my bookie, bro. They've been in the, they've been in this shit for like over a decade. I know a lot of y'all want to gamble. I've, a lot of the homies on FanDuel. A lot of y'all can't get on those different betting apps because they're not available everywhere yet, right? But it's the good thing about my bookie, man. It don't matter where you are. You, Overseas, you could be in Mexico, it doesn't matter. Anywhere in the continental US, bet the bacon and use the promo code cuffs. Use the promo code cuffs and you're gonna flourish. And if you win, I get 10%. <laughs> I'm just fucking with y'all. But let's go, man. Anthony Morrow, bro. Bro, it's so much to yes, unpack. Sir. It's so much to unpack, my brother in Christ. It's so much. Rico Hines, bro, that's like talking to. It's like talking to Yoda, bro. I feel like it's like talking to Yoda. Yeah. And it's crazy, bro, because I was literally there when he, he mentioned it. He was like, I was a young coach in, in um, you know, in Golden State at the time when I came in. And to see where he's came from since I came in the league in 08, to see where he is 15 years later, he's always been the same. He's always had the same work ethic. He's always had the same attitude, the same approach to the game. And I mean, that's real basketball royalty. Not just saying that because we biased and we from North Carolina. Like he's always been who he is. And um, I'm happy to see guys like him. You know, all the coaches that he named, you know, Steve South as well. You know, these guys come to Kenny Atkinson. You know, I, I've seen them go from player development to head coaches and have success. You know, Rico's definitely on that path, man. I, I think that, you know, his ideologies in terms of, how to approach the game and how to work out, how to get better. It's unbelievable, bro. It's second to none. You yeah, know, gotta, and, and feel handy, gotta, those guys. We gotta cherish we gotta cherish those I call them like Mr. Miyagi's, man. It's a bunch of Mr. Miyagi's in the league. Bobby Jackson right. is one, like I mentioned, Irv rolling my guy, Lloyd Pierce. I'm gonna tell you a quick story about Lloyd Pierce, right? He's been a head right. coach recently for the Hawks. Now he's with the pace as one of the top assistants. Bro, I was at a right. Chris Paul camp. 
about 2012. It's over 10 years ago. I had my son at Christmas mm-hmm. camp. I stayed there the whole week. So, you know, every day at the end of camp, Chris and some of the overseas pros that were home for the summer, some NBA guys were in, you know around the camp that whole week. They would play pickup every night. And, bro, Lloyd Pierce, who is a coach at the time, he was out there cooking dudes, bro. I believe <laughs> And I believe I said, Yo, this guy's out here getting, but he dunking with two hands with no, with no effort, like easy bounce. Right. So shout out to LP, yeah. man. So I, the reason I brought that up because a lot of times people don't realize when they see these coaches that, you know, they might lose their job or they might bounce around a different coaching positions. Like these guys, certain teams, they don't fit. It might not have been a great situation, but at the end of the day, these are like the Mr. Miyagi's for the culture. And they're basketball minds. That's why it was a dope episode, dope interview, bro. Because, like I said, it's so much to unpack there from a player development standpoint. A guy that's always been chipping away. Because anywhere you – I tell kids all the time, where I'm from, North Carolina, the mentality here is different. So anybody that makes it out of here that goes to the NBA or NFL or even in the corporate world, you got to have a different mentality to come from here. And Rico is like a great example of all that, bro. He embodies everything in it, man. Seriously, like, and that's another thing which you say is important, bro, because I don't know anybody that made it from North Carolina that don't fuck with each other. Like, on, like cool. Like, everybody's cool with each other and respects everybody's grind because we know what it takes to get out of here. I feel like we're still hoop state because of, you know, the colleges, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Duke, all that, of course, NC State. But when you got to come through, everybody comes from different elements. So when somebody makes it, it's never one person looking down on somebody. Like Steph will treat everybody the same way. Chris will treat everybody the same way. Guys like Josh Howard will treat everybody the same way. You know, we're so not, like. We're not gatekeepers. We are not gatekeepers. Yeah. No way. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Facts. Mm-hmm. Any of these guys I've reached out to about any information, not just basketball. It could be outside of basketball. It could be business. It could be fashion, anything like that. You know, guys, one call away. PJ Tucker came on my podcast with no problem. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's just, it's just a, it's just a nature. And you can feel it. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. what North Carolina is. Bro, I spoke to uh, I spoke to TJ Warren today, bro. He was like, "Bro, I gotta come on there," and I was like, "Bro, anytime," because a lot of guys are in the shrubbery, a lot of guys in the bushes around the league, like even coaches and GMs and execs. They really listening to what we talk about because it is a different, refreshing perspective compared to the debate shows and like this is real culture shit. So. I appreciate everybody even pulling up for these episodes live on AMP, of course. But I appreciate y'all pulling up, man, because we want to keep it transparent. We're going to keep it humorous. But at the end of the day, if you're a real basketball purist and a lover of this shit and you really live and breathe ball, whether you was a player or not, whether you were a coach or not, it's like we we bringing that energy, man. And I, and I hope everybody just keeps tapping into this because it's only going to get bigger and bitter. And I feel like we have the tentacles and the connections to touch all walks of basketball, not just the superstar players. I know everybody want to have when Bron coming on or when, yes, all, yeah. that's gonna happen, all, all that's gonna happen in due time. We, I'm not rushing that. These guys are one phone call away, but it's like we just playing the game. And like Rico said, the one gem that I'm gonna take away from this episode is he was like, you gotta keep chipping away. It's all God's timing. It's all manifestation. Facts.
Ooh. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, and be at peace with your game. The analogy, be at peace with, with your life. You know, because a lot of times basketball has been therapy for me growing up. You know, the elements you grow up in, projects, whatever it is, you know, I get in that gym, you forget about all of that. Yes. And, you know, you learn how to work out. Then it's like, okay, now I can really focus on my game and deal with that later. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, his his quotes and the way he approaches the game and the way he, uh, you know, the way he, he can deal with different players in different ways. That's important as a coach for sure. But he, he's been doing that for years. And shout out to our other co-pilot, L.A. Sparks guard, NBA, WNBA champion, Lexi Brown. She's taking a break right now, but she's going to be back. She's going to be back very soon. But shout out to Lexi Brown, the Sparks making the playoff push. She's not been able to be out there, so I know it's driving her crazily, emotionally, mentally. Yeah. She's stressed out. She's such of a competitor. She want to get out there and shoot that ball. Bro, how tough is it when you was a player where you had little setbacks, whether it was physical, you had to take certain breaks here and there, but, like, how hard is it not being able to be out there with your team, being a competitor like that? It's tough, man, because you can't compete, so you have to compete with the rehab. So I know that's what she's going through right now. You know what I'm saying? And shout-out to the first lady, downtown Lacey Brown. You know, we love you. We're praying that you get back have a speedy recovery. But um, it's tough because it's it's like you 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 only competing with your therapist at the time, the team therapist. You know what I'm saying? The physical therapist, and you know you know you're gonna get back out there. But the key to that, I want to let people know, and any players, young players, is listening. Um, the key is just staying around your teammates. Like don't distance yourself when you hurt. That's gonna throw your whole rhythm off. Stay around the team. Stay active. Go out to dinner. Stay in every workout. Go to other guys' workouts, individual workouts, whatever it is. Three on threes after practice. Locker room, chopping it up after practice. Stay around that. Stay around that because you need that. You need to stay around the camaraderie because it's going to be easier for you to jump right back in when you get healthy in terms of your rhythm. They need to feel you. They need to see you. You got to be around. You can't distance yourself. I learned that young. So that's a, that's very important. That's the gems right there from Amo Anthony Morrow. Before we go, man, I want to let y'all know tomorrow night. Let me double check the time because I want to make sure y'all are right on time. Tomorrow night, we have the wonderful Joy Taylor from FS1. We're going to do it tomorrow night at 10 p.m. So make sure you set your calendars, set your reminders. Some do show we coming. Cuffs the legend, Anthony Morrow, your favorite sharpshooter's favorite sharpshooter. Tomorrow night, 10 p.m., FS1's own Joy Taylor. She's going to be making her second appearance on the Some Dude Show. Not one, but two. Right. She coming up. We're going to keep it spicy with Joy Taylor. We got the NFL season starting Thursday, bro. Bro, how excited are you? I already told y'all to go to my bookie, A.G., mybookie.ag but how excited are you to get some pick skin going this week man this weekend bro i've been counting the hours down to <laughs> thursday the <laughs> hours bro my panthers we open up in atlanta against the falcons we'll see how it goes i'm excited though man it's like the most excited you can be to be frustrated during the games my you brother see? nobody comes downstairs nobody comes in the man cave when i watch football only person comes down there is my brother. Hey, yo, my kids come down there, I get to acting crazy. 
you can't be around too many people. You, Carrie Champion said that she can't watch. I'm like that, bro. I can't watch the games with a lot of people. I have to be like in my man cave, in my garage, in my studio. Yeah. Like I, I don't really enjoy the game the same way when there's people around. Like I gotta really lock in. I can't do it, bro. Like I watch the Panthers game come on at one o'clock Eastern time at home, and then I might step out with the homies to the cigar spot to watch their teams play. Because I can't be around that. <laughs> I'm at that point. Since 95, bro. Since 95. Look, at, I'm right now. Right now, I'm on mybookie.ag. I'm on my bookie. I'm looking at the odds for Sunday. They got your Carolina Panthers sitting at plus three and a half. I don't know, man. Both of y'all got it. You have a rookie quarterback with Bryce Young. Atlanta Falcons coming out right. there with Desmond Ritter. I like B. John Robinson, the rookie running back. Uh, Drake. I like Lennon, him. Cal Pitts. I don't know. Three and a half is looking like some good points this weekend. I might have to take that bet. The Panthers, I think the Panthers going to play play it kind of safe with Bryce to start out. How do you feel about Bryce? How do you feel about this number? Pull us three and a half, though. I mean, I feel like it's a good number. I just wish we were playing in Carolina. I think it would be a higher number if we played in Carolina. But the yeah. fact we're starting off on the road. Actually, I think it's going to be good for Bryce. You kind of got to throw him to the wolves. We traded a lot to get him. You know, we we moved a lot of pieces, traffic. We we moved a lot to get him. And I think he's good. I still stand on, I think he has the potential to be like a Drew Brees. It's just about how committed we'll be into continuing to drive to protect him with our line. Bro, so with that, I'm it's going to be. My, I'm looking at my bookie right now and, and the odds for the Carolina, the N NFC championship odds, just to get to the NFC championship game, they got the Carolina Panthers sitting at plus. 3,300 right now. 3,300. That's a sweet, man. That's sweet right there. See, it's tough, bro, because I'm, I'm going to take that. You know what I'm saying? Because not just home team, but I'm going to be a little biased to take that. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I mean, it ain't like Matt Ryan. Like, so I'm like, okay, we don't really know what Desmond Ritter is right now. But hey, look, hey, look, for the NFC, we'll for the NFC championship, they have the Arizona Cardinals at plus eleven thousand. Nobody believes. <laughs> That's 11, cap, 000. bro. That's cap. We don't even know their quarterback want to be there. <laughs> they, yo, did you? See I don't even want to hear that shit. I don't hear that shit. Did you see that video last week or a few days ago circulating? I don't even know the Arizona Cardinals coach's name. That's how funny that is. But you see, when he was in that meeting. And he was talking to his team, and everybody was looking at him like, we don't believe nothing you fucking saying right now, coach. I saw that, bro. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, I mean, they got a good roster, but at the same time, I got to I gotta really, if your quarterback's not committed, bro, if he's committed, that's cool. But Kyler Murray kind of seems like one of those guys where it's like, if anything goes left, he's he going power. left. He's going to start pounding. Yeah, exactly, bro. So we're going to have to see. I don't believe that. That's cut. So living in Charlotte, being a legend in Charlotte, one of the first guys to make it to the NBA from Charlotte, you walk around the city, everybody knows Amo, everybody knows Ann Morrow. You got the Carolina Panthers tattooed on you, bro. That's how diehard of a Carolina Panthers fan you are. But That's a like, fact. How excited are you to see the, this team develop this year? Like, I, I mean, I, I think seven or eight wins is a good year. I think we get seven, eight wins. I think we can win the division. Oh. Um, our defense is always good. 
Brian you know, Burns. Yeah, Robert. Brian Burns. Yeah. He hold he holding out right now a little bit. Like they gotta pay that man. I know they need to go and pay him, bro. I liked him in Florida State. So I I'm I'm trying to um I mean, you know, it's 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 a lot of Saints fans in Charlotte. Ooh, for real. And we had a lot of barbershop talk. Yeah, we just had barbershop talk. We had barbershop talk last week. One of the homies, he's a he's a Saints fan and you know, but I, I said, look, man, I think we'll still win a division. I think it's heavily based on the price if uh if Bryce can stay healthy. When you say it's a lot and of if Saints, he can when you say it's a lot of Saints fans in Charlotte, is it because of like people that's transplants that moved to Charlotte from like Hurricane Katrina, maybe or something like that? It's that I mean that I mean because I always look at the Saints as like a second tier blue blood NFL organization. So you know you got like the Cowboys and like the Giants and Steelers, teams like that. Yeah. Redskins, uh yeah, commanders, whatever. What you call them? We call them commanders. commanders. (laughs) (laughs) So you know you yeah, so like I always put the Saints kind of in that second tier. And um like my pops a Steelers fan. So when I take him to I took him to a Steelers game here and it was more Steelers fan than Panthers fan. Easy. And I got him. I, yeah, I ordered him a jersey with his name on the back, a, a, a Steelers jersey. We went to the game, and he was like, "I look like one of them for real." I say, "You are," but damn, look at all these people in here, bro. It's like, and you know, so like, I think the Saints the same way. Like Saints fans are everywhere, just because the culture there, and you know, yep. Drew Brees and they won. So I think that's what it is. Tell me if I'm lying, Anthony. Like all the Steeler fans I know, it's like old, older guys, OGs, like our pops' age. It looks like to me. Maybe I'm wrong in this observation, but doesn't it look like all Pittsburgh Steeler fans, all all guys, all men that are Steeler fans, that's over 55 years old or 50 years old and up, they all look like they can work on cars, right? They all look like they can change the office. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll fix a transmission in a second, bro. Change brakes. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. That's but, facts, man. Yeah. But bro, we're gonna be back tomorrow, y'all. I appreciate y'all pulling up to the Some Dude Show. We live on AMP. Anthony Morrow, my co-pilot as usual. Lexi Brown, get well. First lady downtown. Lexi Brown. We coming back tomorrow night, y'all. Set those reminders. Joy Taylor gonna pull up. Like I said, we're gonna keep it spicy on the my bookie hotline. Also, tonight. 10 p.m. It's Tuesday, which means it's some dude at the dark. My R&B music show, 10 p.m. right here on app. Hey, Mo, you might can pull up and be on the co-pilot seat. We got Mikey Jets pulling up. We got my girl Kiana Monet pulling up. We're going to set the vibe, man. So pull up at 10 p.m., bro. We're going to keep it cracking on here. It is Tinder Tuesday. It's going to be Tinder Tuesday, fellas. Ladies listening to Tinder Tuesday. But hey, Mo. We're gonna rock out yes, to a sir. little bit. We're gonna rock out to some of that uh to that Sue Surf. We want that Sue Surf or we want that core. Which one we want to rock out to? Hey man, shout out to Sue. Free Sue. We love free you, Sue. For free sure, man. We got we got free the wave, man. Hey, free the wave, free mama Sue, for sure. She cool. I love her. Hey, let's tap in, man. We gotta we gotta rock with that Sue, bro. We're gonna go with that Sue Surf, man. I appreciate y'all tapping in, man. Some do show. Angels flying high I see the dancer in the sky Baby
Uh, parallel parking, Matt Darkin, this a 550 Application question number one, like, would you die with me? I done seen gangsters turn goofy, you can't slide with me All I hear is grandma in my head, keep saying God with me They won't know my walk of life, they wasn't where I ran at That prosecutor never had no ops, I understand that We be where it happened, now. get it back in blood I only God could judge me and I'm standing in front of judge you just never know, you know, cause niggas they be switching And then they look surprised when you catch up with them, switch them Fell and then he got up, dusted off and then he fell again Lil' bro won't let go of that trish and I've been telling him Told myself I never ever walk inside that gel again Titties on a pretty bitch with baby hairs and melanin Tryna let it settle in, my time that you hear this, I'm probably felling it Stomach shot, shit feel like a shell again For like death before the death, but train dodging. FaceTime my mama trying to tell me she ain't cried yet. Oh, hit your dog, don't say no rip if you ain't sliding. Ain't a hit feel like I ain't make it out them projects. Crackers trying to sit a bitch. Sit me with the goonies and the trappers and the sinister. Niggas die a lot and I'm alive, fucking live a bit. Instagram models on the waiting list for my visit list. Wasn't with me shooting in the gym, you can't visit, bitch. I be there in the middle of the storm. Pops probably won't even notice I'm gone. Cause some shit be the norm. If you follow through, they can't criticize the form You've gotta hold your head and keep one, keep one, keep one, keep one.